0: If you don't like it, then I can.
1: Good morning. This is evangelist Yolanda McTeer. Turned up, turned up, turned up is what today's show is about. Bellator MMA fighter Lorenzo Hood is stopping by to talk live with me here on Empowering for All. Lorenzo Hood is a powerhouse heavyweight fighter who has an awesome record of nine wins, two losses, and no draws. This man, ladies and gentlemen, when he steps into his arena to fight, can I tell you, all lights and focus are on this man. He is bringing to the mixed martial arts organization a flavor of nothing but knockouts and technical knockouts. He should be joining me very soon. I look forward to talking with him and having a great show today. But as we wait for Lorenzo to do what he does best, and that's connect with us live, I want to say thank you all so much to all my listeners who've been very patient and consistently follow and support Empowering for All. It's been a minute since I've aired some shows, but you know me. If there's a gap, it's just for a short while. Outside of the show, I'm a hardworking woman. I work 60 hours a week, my regular job. I do the radio show, and now I'm in the process of working on book number two. For those of you who may just be tuning in for the first time and you want to become familiar, know more about me, hear more of the past celebrities that have been on my show, visit my website, empowerment, the number four all dot com once again ww empowerment the number four all dot com follow me on twitter at capital y capital m lowercase c capital t i e r facebook evangelist yolander McTier. instagram evangelist y McTier. Now, for social media, Twitter is my love. That is where I'm the biggest at. Instagram, I'm still getting into. I haven't really caught up with all the consistent photos and having to post that on a regular basis. Facebook, I'm moderate to light. But Twitter, once again, is is my heaviest traffic and my most supporters. My condolences go out today to all the families in the world who may be suffering, you've lost a loved one, or you woke up this morning and don't know how things are going to turn around for you in your life. Know this, if God brought you to it, he will bring you through it. A lot of things are not understandable. They're questionable. They hurt. And we wonder why it happened to us. None of us are spared. But he promised to never leave us or forsake us. Shout out today for all those in the world who are making changes, letting go of hurtful relationships, releasing negative people, not dealing with time wasters, and blessing for your future. Life is a wonderful thing. We've been granted life and we're still here. Many didn't wake up this morning. Many didn't see this whole year. I myself personally want to thank God for allowing me to continuously live on this earth, have good health, strength, wisdom, and knowledge. And for all things, I'm getting an understanding of his grace, knowing it's sufficient, his love is imminent, and his presence is dominant. Know that without a shadow of a doubt, things may turn to the left but they won't stay left. They will go right soon. We must be tested many times before he can elevate us and bless us. But just know in the midst of the test, he's watching, he has his hand on you and and your life in his hands. Trust, if you do nothing else, trust the man upstairs. Once again, I'm ecstatic and excited, looking forward to my guests stopping by. I'm going to go to another song. I am really, really keen and loving this entire soundtrack. I'm an empire guru. And for all those out there who feel the same way I do, I really and truly hope that they bring this show back on this fall because I need to see if Lucius if, <laughs> It's going to stay in jail. I need to see a cookie. It's going to give me some more of a moo Boo kitty. And just really, really enjoy a great show. So happy that it's come on the air, and I look forward to many, many episodes. So I'm going to take a break and play another song. The first song you heard at the start of the show is from the Empire soundtrack, No Apologies. Now I'm going to go and play another song, Keep It Moving.
0: And I'll be back
2: in a moment. I'm so dangerous.
0: Tiana. Empire.
2: Here we go. I got a body like a weapon. It goes bang bang bang. And every time that we're
3: together,
2: I tell you insane, insane. That gonna do it
1: Welcome back. Turned up, turned up. That is what Yolanda's radio show is doing today. I am turned up with my special guest, Bellator MMA fighter, powerhouse, heavyweight, Lorenzo Hood is live and he'll be coming on here momentarily. Now I have to give this gentleman his accolade. Not only is he a powerhouse. He has an awesome record of nine wins, two losses, and no draws. But what he is doing outside of many, he has come to the table as a Samoan silverback is what they call him, bringing to the mixed martial arts organization a flavor like none other. And that flavor, you may ask, is what? He is bringing nothing but knockouts and technical knockouts. So, we are not going to keep him holding. I'm going to bring him live, and he's going to share with us a little insight of what it took and how he is going to progress forward to bring us more outstanding fights and how he's going to continue to rise on the ladder. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Lorenzo Hood. Lorenzo, good morning.
4: Good morning, how
1: are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Once again, welcome to Yolanda's radio show, Empowering for All. I have to say this. Um, When I first promoted you, I have a lot of listeners. I've been on the air now for over a year. I have a lot of London listeners. Can I tell you that my direct messages and emails have been flooded about you? (laughs) Everybody is, almost well, definitely, everybody's intrigued, everybody, you know, when they hear or are not familiar with someone, they start looking you up and looking into what you do. So I'm sitting here now and I've got a full house of guests that have called in as well to hear you talk live with me. And once again, we I'd like to thank you for stopping by and being here on Empowerment for All.
4: Oh, I appreciate you guys having me on.
1: Now, you came and made your pro debut in 2009, is that correct? Yes, ma'am. My question to you is this What drew you to this line of fighting? Tell us about that.
4: Oh, let's see. Uh, well, I was always, I boxed when I was younger, and uh, I always played some type of contact sport or played rugby uh, and football. So I always had some type of competitive nature, where I always felt that I had to be doing something where, you know, contact was involved. Um, in 2009, I was boxing, and uh, a lot of my buddies were doing MMA. It was kind of still fresh and new to the world. Uh, and I went to an amateur fight um, to watch my buddies fight. And uh, at that fight, there was a guy who got hurt at some point uh, in the back warming up, and uh, they came out to uh, my friend's coaches, and they are like, hey, do you know anybody that can fight with a heavyweight? And he was like, well, I have an amateur who's a boxer. And then they came and asked me, and I was like, yeah, whatever, of course. You know, I was like, it's always fun. So that was my, like, first amateur experience, and that was in the end of 2008. And I ended up fighting, and I won in, like, 15 seconds. And, um, from that, I kind of just got hooked with it, and, uh, and then from there, you know, I fought. I think I had like seven amateur fights. And I won, well, I, I won them all. And then in 2009, I was uh, I was hooked at that point to the point where I just couldn't stop fighting. I wanted to fight. That's all I wanted to do.
1: Wow! And can I tell you, from looking at your credits going forward, it's been nothing but phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Now, you have a fight actually coming up, Bellator 141, uh, August 28, 2015, this year, of course, at the pachanga Resort and Casino in Temecula, California. You have this match against Rafael Butler. In preparing for a fight, take us into the training segment of Lorenzo. Not detailed but you can never let your opponent know your strategy. But give us an outline of how you have to prepare for your matches.
4: Um, well this would be my let me see. Uh my, my official record is twelve and two. Um this is my fifteenth fight. So every fight I kinda do I go into the same place where I just um I just mentally I know everyone, a lot of people are going to believe this, but I really don't think at all about the fight, about fighting, or anything that has to do with it. Um, I mean, I train. I'm training about seven, eight hours a day uh, in different disciplines. Um, But outside of that, you know, the biggest factor for my training is not thinking about what I'm actually doing. So I'll think about everything, um, you know, outside of fighting in order to get ready for my fight. And I find that that helps me actually be more relaxed and mentally prepared than when I sit there and stress about, you know, who I'm fighting, why I'm fighting, what I'm doing, you know, and, and the details that go into the fight. Uh, as far as my training goes, um, you know, I'm a bigger guy. Uh, I'm six, three right now. I probably weigh 285 pounds. So I'm doing a lot of, uh, fast twitch, um, muscle workouts so I can stay quick, stay active. I like, you know, for a heavyweight, I like to move around a lot. Um, and, you know, I stay away from the weights. It's mostly functional movement. And uh, for those that, that know me and those who have seen me fight, you know, I try to move like if I'm 155 pounds. So, uh, you know, it's just a lot of functional movement, a lot of a lot of training that involves um, just different things that you don't do. Like I'm big into yoga. Um, I'm big into TRX. You know, and people laugh at me when they see me because I'm so big uh, doing things like that. But, you know, it worked for me.
1: Most definitely, and the key sentence that you said, it works for you. So they can keep laughing, but you're steady rising. So nevertheless, I commend you. Yes, I commend you on standing comfortable in your zone and staying in your lane. That is, key. a lot of times individuals can be influenced um, by their audience or um, critics, and they tend to get out of their lane and not be successful, but you've managed to do just the opposite. Now, for those, especially um, young men, because I've gotten um emails and direct messages about that, please ask Lorenzo about diet because um, you're toned. You stay really, you know, in shape and happen to see your fights because you have to be in shape. What is a diet regimen for Lorenzo?
4: Oh, man. <laughs> well,
1: really? I'm Just a real gonna honest, be honest a person. <laughs> <laughs> you might do a so
4: I'm going oh. to be honest with the listeners. I'm going to be honest with you. So I am on a seafood diet. I see it. I eat it. And it's kind of. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> but, not. I mean, obviously going like a month out from the fight, everything changes. But normally uh, for those guys and, and people out there who always ask me the same question, uh, I usually eat about 7,200 calories, 7,200 calories a day. Um, that's, you know, my minimum is usually I try to minimize at 6,500 is, is where I kind of is, is, a, is a slow day eating for me. Usually I'm about 7200 and that goes from anywhere from, um, you know, eggs, steak, chicken, uh, brown rice, things like that. I always uh, – so what I do is I cheat. I, I actually call a restaurant, and I pay um, for 30 pieces of chicken, 30 pieces of steak, and 30 pieces of salmon, and I get that every Monday. And, um, you know, I just eat that throughout the week. Uh, so, my, even you know, when I'm hungry, I don't – instead of grabbing a bowl of cereal – you know, I will grab a chicken breast or something like that. Um, now, outside of when I'm not in, when I'm not in season, getting ready to fight, uh, I eat everything: donuts, Krispy Kreme, M&Ms. I, <laughs> I just eat everything that there is in sight.
1: Wow! But you have to train.
4: The key is that you have to train, though. I mean, so so let me say this one more time for all those people out there: do not go and eat all these bad things, and do not train, because even when i even when I'm not training for a fight. I'm still in the gym, I'm still working out, I'm still doing certain things. So, you know, my body allows me to eat these things, because so I know I'm going to burn it off. But if I knew I wasn't going to go to the gym, if I had an injury or something, and I knew I couldn't work out, I definitely wouldn't eat those things because I'd be 345, 350
1: pounds. Yes, most definitely. Now, if I heard you correctly, in my face, is like, wait a minute, did he just say 30 pieces of steak, chicken, and beef?
4: But yeah, yeah, I don't eat that a day. I don't eat that daily, but I, I have that delivered to me every Monday, uh, and I finish those off usually by you know Saturday, Sunday, each piece. You know, so usually I'm ordering a brand new tub.
1: Oh, okay, okay, which makes sense because therefore you don't have to keep running out trying yeah. to get your meat meat supply. And if you go, they don't have what you want, then you're frustrated. So that's understandable. I don't blame you in yeah. that arena.
4: And being you now, know being a younger guy. You know, and for those people who are always running around and work and, you know, or doing whatever it may be, you know, just try to bring food with you and constantly keep eating. You know, that's the key to, to anything is to always, you know, keep eating, whether you're trying to gain weight or lose weight.
1: Definitely. And and I, I 100% co-sign that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, like Lorenzo, you know, just shared with us, key component is, please, if you're going to eat out of element and enjoy yourself and all the bad things, you have to work out. Um, me, myself, you know, I used to body build when I was in my 20s.
3: I'm
1: just for tone, not masculinity. But now, you know, at an advanced age, I have to catch myself because the metabolism doesn't do what it used to do. So I find myself if I don't stay in the gym on a regular basis, that weight creeps up very quickly. And you're looking (laughs) at yourself, and you're saying, "Wait a minute, I got to get back on my regimen." So I totally, totally understand what you mean. You got to train. You have to train. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you heard Lorenzo say, "Eat what you like, but the gym has to become your best friend." You cannot not put that to the side and walk around and say, "Okay, I'm gonna be chiseled. I'm gonna have it together," because that will not happen. Now, with the upcoming fight um, with Raphael Butler, um, tell me, when you go into these fights, being a professional boxer that you have been, like in the Floyd Mayweather world, but coming on this side, um, on the, uh, I call it the cage fighting, what is the difference in the audience when you step into your uh, livelihood of these type of fights? How is the audience?
4: Oh, man, audience... (laughs) You know, it, it, this is the first time, so um, Rafael Butler actually has, like, 40 pro boxing fights, which is way more than I've had. I've had more kickboxing fights than he has, but he's actually more of an experienced uh, boxer than I am. But the fans totally, in the boxing, kickboxing world, um, you know, it's an MMA, man, fans are brutal. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Um, you know, fans want to see blood. They want to see knockouts. You know, they want, to see, they want to see the the more combative, violent side of nature. Where I think as in boxing, you're, um, you're allowed to get away with a Floyd Mayweather style where you're running around a lot, not really doing much damage, you know, just trying to, you know, win a fight. And I think fans, um, boxing has a much older pedigree of fans that understand the technical side of what you're doing in there. So, you know, a guy who's really good at defense but throws no punches, fans are more inclined to understand what he's doing. As opposed to MMA, for guy's doing that. They're like, man, this guy's scared. What's he doing? Why is he running? Why isn't he fighting? You know, so it's a, it's a different style. Um, I think you have different fans that watch and understand a different pedigree uh, of what the sport is. And MMA is a much younger sport where we have a lot of younger guys and a lot of younger women and people who are watching it who, you know, are just watching it to, to see, you know, what they – you know, some people would never do. So some people getting in a cage with – seems like, you know, jumping, you know, into the ocean, you know, with the, with the open wound and getting bit by a shark. So things like that, you know, people just, just want to see it. It's like a movie that you'll never be in. You get to understand like, oh, wow, that was awesome. You know, that would never happen. I would never do that. And that's what case fighting is for a lot of people. I think it's that, that wow experience where you get to see something that you know you never would do.
1: Okay, understandable. Now, you are a native of Illinois. Uh, born and
4: raised, am I correct? No, no. I was actually born. Uh, I was born in Oahu, Hawaii. Okay. Um, yeah. Then moved to Samoa for a while. Mhm. Um, then uh, around my teenage years, I can't remember. At some point, um, I moved to uh, Chicago. And then was kind of back and forth uh, from Chicago and Hawaii. And that's kind okay. of how
1: it's been for me. Yeah. Okay. So that's how Illinois came to be a part of your life. Okay. But yeah, that's originally Illinois. born yeah. and raised in, in Hawaii, one of the most beautiful places for tourists uh, such as myself and people to travel. It's absolutely beautiful. Now, how often do you get back? Um, you're so busy now. Life has changed for you drastically. How often are you able to get back and visit family
4: if you do? Well, so, so the good, the reason that I even came to Chicago originally was because my family all had came down here. Uh, I have uh, one brother that's left out there. But, I mean, I, I actually uh, I have a small uh, place that I own out there. So, I mean, I try to get back, um, you know, as much as I can. Uh, it's hard now with training, fighting, uh, and doing so many other things. I definitely don't get back as much as I can. But I try to at least make it back once or twice, you know, a year if possible.
1: Okay, all right, wonderful, And currently, home for you is uh, what city and state?
4: Uh, I'm in Chicago, Chicago, Illinois um, oh
1: okay.
4: For right now, but you know, like I said, so as soon as this fight's over, you know I'm bound I'm gonna head to Hawaii, you know that's uh that's what I'm gonna do, and enjoy myself for a while.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Think of us, us hardworking people, while you walk out on the island in the morning and see the beautiful, beautiful beaches, and you know, just bask in the, you know, the. I call it the true glory of living because it's so pretty there. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I'm planning a trip. It's funny that you said that because I'm planning a trip. um, Hopefully sometime by the end of the year or next year to go back. Um, it's just an ultimate experience. And for those of you listening today, for those of you who will hear the show again after it's aired, put it on your bucket list. Hawaii has to be a must do trip. Would you agree, Lorenzo?
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean for those uh I mean for those who just want to go and have a great experience and uh understand what like true beauty is on uh, the spiritual side of uh of what uh, you know, beauty is. You know, Hawaii is the place to go.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Um, for all the female fans that have sent me messages and emails, I've made a vow that I would ask this. Uh, the female <laughs> fans, they and I know you get it all the time. They want to know: uh, is Is he married? Is he in a relationship? Is he single? So I'm gonna let you <laughs> take that microphone.
4: And answer oh man. That one. <laughs> yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a common question for me you know I, I it's uh it's funny no i'm not married i'm not married um, i'm not engaged i i am uh seeing someone but um you know i being honest you know this fight world has put a lot of strain so i'm not so sure you know uh you know what that really entails for me but at this moment, yes, I'm seeing someone, but, uh, you know, I, I don't, you know, there's a lot of, uh, it's hard being gone and distance and things like that, you know, for everyone, you know, for people who are just, who, who work regular nine to five, it's hard to have a lot of distance between each other. So imagine, you know, being gone for you know months at a time and things like that. So, you know, I always tell people, you know, be careful. You know, especially when it comes to, to to messaging or dating fighters, because they're doing a lot, and you have to understand that, you know.
1: Wow. And and that's true. Um, I'm, you know, a private radio show, I'm an independent contractor. And the demand, a lot of times, with my job is to travel. And it is very strenuous, and it can be very, very time consuming, and it can get complicated when you're trying to maintain your life doing what you have to do, doing what you want to do, and then your counterpart is not too lenient and too flexible sometimes. But, you know, I'm a firm believer, everything in life, what it's meant to be, it will happen. The world will navigate and you'll stay connected. So I wish you much success and and growth in that relationship. I do.
4: Thank you very much. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. And uh, you know all my female fans out there, you know I always, uh, I always, <laughs> it's funny because you guys make me blush. The things that I, I kind of get in my messages and things like that. But you know I appreciate you guys being big fans and uh, you know always tuning in and supporting me.
1: Well, ladies, there you have it. He gave love back. Unfortunately, he's not available, so you can still mask and look, but you can't touch. Uh, so <laughs> that that that's a good thing. But Lorenzo, tell. Us as well, I'm curious to know what are your hobbies. What does Lorenzo like to do when he's not boxing? Because I know 98.9, if not 99.9 percent of your life is you're fighting. So, what do you do in your downtime for hobbies? What do you like?
4: Oh, downtime. You know, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually really relaxed and chill. You know, probably different than what people think. For um, so me, hobbies. You know, watching movies. Uh, I'm a big movie person. I always try to catch a movie a week, or if I'm not catching a movie at the theater, I'm definitely taking time on my day off or, you know, my days off to catch up on Netflix or regular movies. Uh, I like to swim. Um, I think that's just from being from the island. I always got to be around water. Uh, Workout. Working out is definitely a big hobby of mine. Uh, People always ask me, why do you go to the gym even when you're not in training? And it's just something that I've kind of... Discipline I've installed in myself um, to kind of stay with, you know, to continue uh, always, you know, feeling better, you know, just about myself or just feeling better in general. My main hobby, I guess, after that would be uh, I like to paintball. Yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, yeah, paintball with a professional, on a professional team, actually. Um, They travel around playing different tournaments and, and things like that. So, yeah, that would be my biggest hobby, I guess
1: wonderful.
4: Now, do you have any pets? Any he love
1: for
4: animals uh, that are, are part of your life yeah, as well? Yeah, Oh, yeah. I love animals. I'm a huge animal guy. Uh, dogs. I have two dogs. I have uh, pit bulls. Um, I think we actually have this thing We talked about this before because uh, we talked about dogs. Yeah, I have two animals. I love dogs. I'm a big, big dog lover. Uh, I actually send you a picture of my puppy uh, and me and you can put that up for people to see when we get off. But, um, yeah, I mean, animals are a huge factor in my life. Uh, you know, being so big, you know, I, uh, I people always mistake me. for You know, they always think I'm mean until I smile and they see me with my dogs. and I'm a big teddy bear, you know?
1: Okay. And you're right. We just talk about it. And that's why I wanted you to share with the audience because I know they're curious. Like, okay, you've got this big powerhouse, you know, heavyweight guy. You know, if he does love animals, what is he going to love? You know, is he going to have a big old pit bull, you know, a rockweiler? Because I couldn't see you with a little like Shih Tzu or something like that. It just wouldn't fit your. It just wouldn't fit your stamina. Now your pit no. bulls. And I'm excited because I know I'm going to love the picture and put it up for um, you all, audience and my followers to see as well. Do you have? Because you know when you talk about the pit bulls, those are some serious dogs. I mean, you know that's a whole nother pedigree within itself. Do you have? The love that you raise them soft, or do you raise them to be hard like you?
4: Um, you know, if I raise them kind of like me, which is an element of needing to be hard, be hard. And when they're just kind of around, or they're around people, or they're just anywhere, they're really relaxed, and they're and they're really just lovable dogs. I mean, they're big, um, and you know, they're muscular. Uh, well, they look scary, kind of like myself. Um but you know when you get when you, you know if 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 you have enough courage to put your hand out there and touch them, you know, they're gonna roll over and they're gonna lick you and they're gonna play with you. Um you know, and of course if they sense aggression then you know they, they'll they'll do what needs to be done at that point. Wow. But, you know, that's kinda like me. It's similar to me. I, I kinda train them that same way.
1: Okay, okay. So the the love is the dog. Now, do you have any children? Any children uh, in the family tree yet from you? No,
4: no. I have a niece and nephew on my sister's side, um, but uh, nothing
1: for me yet. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Now, I'm not going to detain you long. And once again, I want to thank you so much for stopping by and sharing with us and giving us some more insight to Lorenzo. What would you like to share with us that we can look forward to future for coming from you in the arena of cage fighting? What can we look forward to?
4: Oh, man. <laughs> um, you know, like like I said, for those who, who follow me and those who know me, um, you know, what you can expect, uh, you know, in my Bellator career and, and cage fighting in general Um you know, I'm an action-paced guy, you know, I like to bring action, I like to do different things that you don't normally see from the heavyweight division, whether that be uh, an acrobatic move, a flying move, uh, just doing things differently, you know, I'm always constantly trying to keep on the offense, and, uh, you know, I I understand what it's like to be a fan uh, of anything, so uh, I I try never to give a boring fight, you know, I'm going to go out there, and if it's a war that needs to be had, then it's a war that needs to be had, and if it's um, something else, then it's something else, but I'm always going to be there for it, and I think the biggest thing that, uh, you know, I definitely I definitely want people to understand is that in 2000, well, in August will be the first start of what I'm looking to do, and in 2016, you know, I'll be holding the Bellator Heavyweight Championship belt around my waist, and, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be having a different conversation at that point in time.
1: Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And I touch and agree with you on that, and I look forward to it. And um, I myself personally and uh, my better half, if we can fit it in, because we are two workaholics, uh, would love to in the future even come to one of your fights. I've never been, actually. I've uh, seen it on television, oh, wow. yeah. but not live. Live is a different feel, if, if that makes sense. So I'm excited, and I definitely would love to uh, attend one of your fights and and see how you make it all happen, you know, before my eyes. I think it's just awesome. And I commend you because when I do see it on TV, sometimes my hands go in front of my eyes like, ow, that hurts. Ooh, yay. But um, you guys make it happen. You really do. And I know that you have to be a strong person that you are. Uh, I can hear it coming from your voice as you're talking with us today. And my wish to you is continual success and blessings and coverings every time that you step into fight, because that is key. Um, you sustained yourself, have no injuries, and that's a beautiful thing.
4: Thank you very much. I appreciate that.
1: Yes, so now share with the audience for those who may just be tuning in or listening and not familiar with Lorenzo Hood on social media. Lorenzo, how can they find you and follow you and connect and see what's upcoming in your life uh, for fights?
4: Um, you know, they can uh, – I'm, I'm going to make an Instagram. Everyone's going to tell me to make an Instagram, so I will make one soon. And when I make that, I'll shoot you an email or a text, and, uh, you know, you can let the fans know about that. Uh, but as of right now they can get me uh at Twitter, which is uh, uh what is my Twitter, sorry. I'm not I'm not a big social media person.
1: That's okay. I can help you out with that. <laughs> my, Ladies and gentlemen, my it's Twitter. Twitter. Is, <laughs> <laughs> if you can't remember.
4: It's uh it's, it's at hood underscore zo. And you can catch me on Facebook, um with <laughs> And Warm Weather is the name. It's Warm Weather Zoe, on, on Facebook.
1: Okay. All right. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a delight. Now, will you grace me in the future with another interview? I definitely want to have you back and talk about these wonderful matches that you're going to continue to win and and bring us the highlight of showing me the picture of this belt that you're going to be holding and and so forth.
4: Yeah, definitely. You know, anytime you want to have me on, anytime you want to, you know, ask me something or give me a call, I, you know, I'm more than welcome. I'm more than uh, willing to come back on and talk to you guys. You know, I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much. Now, I'm going to stay on live and talk a little bit more about upcoming things here at Empowerment for All, but I'm going to let you go. And to the audience, we it's always a sad time to say goodbye, but we have to let him go. But he will come back again here at Empowerment for All. So, Lorenzo, have a great day. Hug your dogs for me. I'm a little bit afraid of pit bulls, but I know yours are leave a mean, mean, mean uh, stance to what a pit bull is. So, hug them for me, okay? I will. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a blessed and prosperous day.
4: You too. Thank you guys very much. Thank you, all my fans. Uh, and you guys have a great day as well. All right, Lorenzo,
1: bye-bye now. Ladies right, and bye gentlemen, bye. you have, bye bye, you have been tuned in listening to Bellator's M-A, MMA powerhouse heavyweight fighter Lorenzo Hood as he talks live with me, Yolanda, here on Empowering for All. Not only was it a great interview, such a humble but yet content man he is, and I just want to thank him again for stopping by and sharing with us insight into how, into how he makes it happen when he steps into the cage, insight to things that he likes, to training, and what we are looking forward, which is the belt 2016. He claimed it. I'm going to touch it and agree he's going to acquire it. I'm going to go to a break. I'm going to come back and share a few things with you. And once again, it has been a pleasure, and we are all going to have a great day. Here today, July 25th. Be back in a moment.
0: Said We the best at making this green yeah. I swear Mountain Dew ain't got nothing on my team F is for the family that's holding me down. down I think niggas know who run this town A is for the action I'm all about Blow a nigga head off, kill all the doubt Woo. B is for the big boys with the grown money uh. And bad bitches who ain't got to spend their own money Ow. Shots to trona like falling the moan It ain't over till it's over low, so I'm gone I nice, young
3: all they don't say
0: hell does that mean? What? J is for the justice I did to the game. Yeah. A lot of these niggas that's on is lame. lame. A's for the way I ass them out. Uh. Coops by the tools, I pairs them out. Okay. D's for the dope that a nigga still pumping. Yeah. 12-hour chips got the spot still jumping. <gasps> Rocking on till the block is gone. 38 is snub nose, but the chopper's long. You
3: never get this what time, all so they say.
1: J. Callie, Mary J. Blige, Jada Kiss. It ain't over until it's over. And we're winding down. Parliament for all today is almost over. But before I go, Yolanda would like to say, "Turned up is what I got today. Turned up is what it's going to be every time I air my show. Once again, shout out and thanks to Bellator MMA powerhouse, heavyweight fighter, Lorenzo Hood, who took time out of his busy schedule to stop by and talk with us. Lorenzo, much success to you. For those of you who are fans of cage fighting, he has an upcoming fight you don't want to miss. Titled Bellator 141, August 28, 2015. Pechongo Resort and Casino, Temecula, California. Lorenzo will be taking what he does best, technical knockouts and slams, to the cage with Raphael Butler. Lorenzo brings to the circuit something powerful, having been a pro boxer like Floyd Mayweather in that arena, in that life, having been a boxer. Now he's cage boxing. And boy, can I tell you, I'm looking forward to being live and sitting ringside to see him make it happen. But until I can do so, my prayers, encouragement, and happiness goes out to him and his family. Lorenzo, look forward to talking with you again soon here at Empowerment for All. Upcoming here at Empowerment for All soon will be Shawnee Green Dow Dell. She is an author, playwright, director, and producer Secrets of a Kept Woman, and Breathless Series. Shawnee and I have been collaborating, and she's agreed as well to stop by and be added to one of my many celebrity guests that have been here on Empowerment for All. Shawnee, you and I are going to talk. I know I've been busy, and you've been patient. And thank you so much, because I know you're busy. But we're going to make this happen. Look forward to having you on. For those of you who may just be tuning in and saying, who is this woman I am the woman who is self-made with no apologies. I do what I want, when I want. I produce my show. God has given me access to this open door for my radio show, Empowering for All. I've been on now broadcasting for over a year. God is good. No good thing will he withhold from you if you walk up like Trust him. Keep him first. Release time wasters. Stay away from negative people. And blossom yourself. Focused on walking into your future. Don't look over your past. Release the hurt. Forgive those who've done you wrong. And I guarantee you, you will come out also very strong. Victorious and live your dream. The radio show is a dream that God allowed to become reality. I wish all of you who are seeking dreams right now that you too can walk into your dream and walk into it comfortably, relaxed, blessed, and highly favored. I want to take a moment also today to shout out to my bae, my bae. Time wasters, I'm laughing at you right now. If I could have prayed earlier in my life and would have known that this is what God had for me, then can I tell you that I would have said, Lord, what took you so long? Meeting him was fate. Becoming his friend was my choice. But key thing, if I could live my life over, once again, I would have prayed to my life sooner. He made me understand why it was never going to work with anyone else. Today, babe, I shout out to you. Hugs and kisses to you. Derek, I look forward to the future. It can only get better. I touch and agree. Heavenly Father, with you, you set the pathway. It looked kind of scary, but I trusted you. In my pathway, Lord, you led me to him and him being led to me. It's a beautiful thing. For those of you who are wondering, why not you? It will happen in your due season, but get to love yourself, respect yourself, blessings and covenant and happiness to you all. Follow me on Twitter at capital Y, capital M, lowercase C, capital T, I-E-R, by my book, The Tragic Times of a Woman. It is a true autobiography written by myself. It is available through Barnells and Nobles, Amazon, also on my website through the Barnells and Nobles link. Visit my website to hear these great interviews like I did today with Lorenzo Hood and many other celebrities that have graced and stopped by right here on Empowerment for All. The website is the number 4 allcom Once again, the number 4 allcom Facebook, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. Instagram, Evangelist Y. McTeer. Shout out to all the new people that God has allowed doors to open and I connect to. Great associates, really supportive. I thank God for you every day. To my new stylist, Jay Lauren. Jay Lauren, I say it that way, that's the way I say it, but it is his name. You have been a blessing to give me what I've always wanted great hair. I look forward to continuously having you style me. And now we've taken it up a notch and you're doing makeup on me. Absolutely phenomenal. A truly gifted individual is what you are. And I ask God to continue to cover you and keep you and lift you and take you to greater heights in life. I am truly honored as I sit here Saturday, July 25th, to have aired my show. Thank you all again for being patient with me, standing by and continuously supporting empowerment for all. A lot of times I go, there's some gaps before I do air shows. It's not intentional. It's on top of doing the show. I work 60 hours plus sometimes um, a week consistently back to back without a break. But nevertheless, God gave it to me, so I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Until next time, I never say goodbye. I just say adios. But have a wonderful and blessed week. And I never, ever, ever not close my show without a prayer. Today, I'm going to close the show from the book of Isaiah. Book of Isaiah 12, verse 1 through 6. And in that day you will say, "Oh Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away, and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah the Lord is my strength and my song. Yes, he is. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day you will say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his deeds among the peoples. Make mention that his name is exalted. Yes, Lord, your name is exalted above all others. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion, for grace is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. Father God, you are to be exalted. There's no other greater than you. Without you, I'm nothing, but with everything, I'm something. Let me repeat that. For God, without you, I'm nothing. But because I have you, I'm something. And you continue to elevate and take me where I need to go. And I say to you, Father, today, thank you, Lord. As I end my show, remember, stay focused. Trust God. And until the next time here in Empowerment for All, this is Evangelist. Yolanda McTeer Sang Bye-bye
3: I was lost But you came and found me You left your throne Thinking about me You bled and died Show me mercy You gave your all Because you saw my need I was empty But you came and filled me I was blinded But you helped me to see I was broken But you made me whole again I felt like nothing But you gave me comfort I'm filled with so much gratitude, but words are not enough to explain the magnitude, the passion of my love for. Oh.